0: This is the Messy Progress Podcast, and I'm your host, Adrian Smith. Thanks for joining me today, and it's just me today. So I'm going solo on this one. Like I said in a few of the previous episodes, I'll do that now and again. And what I want to look at with you today is a follow-up to episode number 15. So episode 15, for reference, it's all about being where you are. We did some journaling exercises and looking really truly at being where we are. Now, this episode's gonna be similar where I'm gonna take you through some journaling exercises and prompts. And it's really important that for the exercise, to get like the most bang for your buck, you actually sit down and do the exercises. Now, that doesn't mean that those of you that are listening, that are walking or driving, can't listen and get something from this. It's just gonna be way more valuable if you can actually do the exercise. Now, if you're anything like me, Right at the moment where a book has exercises and places where you're supposed to write things down, I typically, I'm like, no, right here is just where I'm gonna listen and I'll get enough from it and I'm not gonna do the work. And really truly is I found that (laughs) the only times that I'll really do these things is when I've signed up for a program, I've paid my money, someone's had me sitting in a chair and that's when I'll actually do the journaling. Those moments have brought profound transformation in my life and so I know that journaling can be something that not a lot of us do, but when you give, when you're given prompts, it actually makes it a lot easier. So that's my selling point from the journaling exercises that we're going to do. All right. So just to get into the nuts and bolts here, when we were in episode number 15, we looked at the areas of fitness, nutrition, and hydration, sleep, the ability to be still, our stuff and possessions, connections, adaptability, blind spots. Patience and downtime. And then we did a review. Now, if you haven't done that exercise yet, I invite you to stop, go back before you do the journaling on this exercise, because it's really important to take a moment to see where we are right now. The example that I gave in the last episode was on the, like, just, I'll just use this for example, fitness. You know, how much are you moving your body daily? And where are you right now with like, let's say you're a runner and you want your, you have a goal that you want to get faster, but you actually don't even know how fast you are and what your threshold is at the moment. So one of the things that I've done as an athlete is go out and run a 5k all out as fast as you can. We did this New Year's and it was horrible and great at the same time to get a benchmark. But that's what I'm talking about is you have to really see where you are right now. And in order for you to even look where you want to go and start to move into action. It's really important for us to get honest with where we are right now so what we can create a new possibility for the future. Oftentimes, we get hit with solutions and plans before we've actually assessed and sat with where we are right now. I'll give you an example. I'll just use the diet plan Whole30 for example. I've never done it. I know a lot of people have done it, but I can't speak to the results, but I just know it's a great program that's helped a ton of people. It seems like so many people have done it and typically it's coming to mind right now because it's New Year's, still New Year's. We're still in the month of January and people will say something like, oh, I'm doing simple 30. I'm doing whole 30 or whatever program like the the gym that they go to is, the studio is and we've done tons of them too. Like we're in currently in 30 days to level up. We've done 40 days to personal revolution. We've done a clean eating program and in order for those programs to be as revolutionary as they possibly can be, you have to really look at where you are right now and where you wanna go, not just immediately get into action on changing your diet. And so we'll sign up for a program because it'll be something like this. I don't like where I'm at right now. Something has to change. I've heard this program gave John success, so I'm gonna do it. And we're not really assessing where we are and where we wanna go we're just moving into action. Now, like I mentioned before, doing something we haven't done before is a great way to break our current patterns. I've learned and implemented new tactics from every single training, coaching program, eating program that I've ever done. Even every little, um, I listen to these five minute business made simple videos every once in a while, and even just that, it's like one little nugget that I can put into my life and put into my business. Um, I say that, and what I see is missing is that there's all these tactics. We keep trying new techniques or a new program in hopes that it's going to be the thing that works for us. Instead of really sitting with where I am right now so that I I just, and I just keep moving into action, I'm missing the vital parts of the process. And that's how I created this simple system of being where you are, looking where you want to go, moving into action. And if you can do these three steps, you can do them anywhere. You can do them in the line at the grocery store. You can do them with your big goals in your life. You can do them with your finances. You can do them with um, just how your overall body feels. And that's what we're going to get into a little bit more today. This last year has been physically, emotionally, and mentally tough on all of us. I've personally felt the effects of stress in my body in ways that I've never done before or had before. It's like unexplainable fatigue. I've had days and weeks where I was more tired than I've ever was training for Ironmans. I've had aches and pains that won't go away, and I've been at times a raging lunatic a few days a month when I get my period. Now, I'm 41. I've had my period now for 28-something years, however old I was when I got it, and I've never been this crazy a few days the month as I have been these last several months. And I say this, if you're a woman listening, is number one, yes, it might be age-related. And I know someone's going to chime in on that. Well, you're getting older. And so all these things happen. Your body doesn't recover as fast. You don't feel as good. And I just don't think of using age as an excuse to all these because I see some people crushing it and continuing to show up for their life in big, big ways and feeling amazing when they're 80. So I just don't buy the age thing. And I know my body and I know that I could feel better living in my own skin than how I've been feeling these last couple months. Yes, we're in a pandemic. Still, my business is closed. And I just know that there's other things. And so taking these times to be like sitting in the feeling of, I don't want to say, it's not despair, but it's more like, I know that I was made for more than this. I know that I'm not supposed to be waking up every day just hoping and looking forward to going to sleep at night. And so because I was experiencing this and instead of just jumping into some solution to fix it, which I typically do, like signing up for another race, that'll, that'll fix my problems, that'll get me motivated, I started to reach out to experts to share where I'm at and get some perspective. I didn't reach out to them have them tell me what to do, I reached out to them to get some perspective because they're experts in the area of psychology and um, health and wellness. So I've spoken with psychologists, nutritionists, physical therapists, coaches, and most importantly, I've checked in with myself. I know something is off and I just don't want to keep living in that just like low-level fatigue as I took some time now to be where I'm at, I've discovered that there's a, a host of lots of things going on and kind of moving through and being where I am with decisions that I've made, it doesn't ju- it's, just not, it's not an overnight quick fix. I used to think that if I went to, let's say, one therapy session, and my husband and I have done this, where we went only one time. To a marriage and family therapist as a couple on our both on our own will. I thought we're going to go into this and we're going to get all of our issues solved in one hour. And that's for those of you that have done marriage and family therapy and counseling as a couple. You know that that's not how it works. You have to keep working at it. It's a constant thing of checking in and communicating. Now I've discovered. I'll just be blunt and share the couple things that I've discovered about myself is. I've decided to only have one kid. That's the solution, or not the solution, but that's the path for my husband and I that's going to work the best for the life that we want to live together and who we know that we both are as parents of one kid. Now, it could be that we accidentally have another child. But if we have a plan, it is to not have another one. Now, I'm a woman. I've been able to have one kid. And I'm choosing consciously not to have more, and it feels like I have to almost mourn a different way forward. Even though I want, I I could change my mind at any time. It's just this. It's a, a choice that I'm making to live a certain way forward, and I'm kind of grieving a different way that could have been. Second. I didn't start a yoga studio so that I would be home by myself all the time. I didn't start it so that I would be sitting all the time on a computer, teaching virtually, not hearing people breathing, not being able to see people's bodies and cueing to actually what I see. I started it because I love being with people. I love seeing people's faces. I love talking about, like truly talking about the deep stuff that's going on in people's life and sharing the deep stuff that's going on in mine. I love relating to people. I love um, having like a two-way conversation. So I'm doing this podcast and I'm sharing, you know, pretty deeply on my life. But I'm essentially kind of talking to myself and hopes that you're inspired by the stuff that I've looked at in my life so that you'll be inspired to look at it in your own. I love high-fiving each other. I love... um, just ultimately helping people take steps forward to living their best lives. And I love connecting in person. I wanna work with people and not be on a solo mission to keep the studio alive. But right now, that's what I have to do in order to get to the other side and still have a business. I don't wanna do it by myself. Being alone feels sad, isolating, and just sucks. Lastly, I wanted to see what was going on inside my body because it just feels like I could be supporting myself better nutritionally. Now, it's time to look where we wanna go. Right now I invite you to get out the answers to the questions from episode 15, or hit pause right now, go back and listen to episode 15 and do the exercises. All of the questions as well, if you want to just scoot through and not listen to the whole thing, are on our website, powerofyourowncom forward slash messy progress. So here we go. You'll need two pages, and I encourage you to do this on a blank piece of paper inside of a journal that has one page on the left blank, one page on the right blank, so that you can see like the whole perspective. If you do it on individual pieces of paper, that's fine too. What you'll do is you'll make 10 circles on the paper, five on one side, five on the other. Have each circle take up about the same amount of space. Title each circle with one of the following. You can do it inside the circle, above the circle. I don't know how anal you wanna get about this. And it'll go like this, fitness, nutrition and hydration, So fitness is one, nutrition and hydration is another, sleep, ability to be still, stuff, possessions, connections, adaptability, blind spots, patience, downtime. Now take a seat, close your eyes and look inward. Roll your shoulders back. Take a full deep breaths and get present to your own skin. From your own skin inward. And put your attention on the inner wall of your forehead. And while we do this, your thoughts might drift off and that's okay too. But just keep pulling yourself back to your own body, attention on the inner wall of your forehead, and even just the sensations that might move through. Now, how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel in your own body a year from now? How do you want to feel a year from now? Visualize yourself. Yeah, you visualize yourself as you move through your day, as you get up, as you're exercising, as you're working. How are you moving through the day? How are you being with people? How are you when you're talking with people? What's the expression on your face? Who are you with? Who are you with when you're exercising? Are you alone or are you with others? How does it feel to move? How does it feel to move in your body? Yeah, you're sitting here and you're visualizing yourself one year from now moving. How does it feel to be in your body moving? How does it feel to be in your body talking with people? How does it feel to be in your body being alone? How do you feel when... You're done with the day when you rest your head on your pillow. Not what you're doing, but how you are, like the feeling, the emotions. And then if you were to ask your friends, your family, the people that are closest to you, how would they want to see you living your life? If you have a loved one that has passed away and you checked with them, how would they want to see you moving in the world? Now, what about your five-year-old self? Check in. Your five-year-old self. However old you are right now, your five-year-old self, how would they want you, the person that you are today, how would they want you moving through your day? How would they want you to feel when your head hit the pillow at night? What hopes did they have for you? And now check back in with yourself, you here, sitting right here right now. How do you want to feel a year from now? Now gently open your eyes and begin to write inside of each of the circles as it relates to who you are a year from now. I want you to just write, don't filter it or edit it. Don't figure out how you're going to make it happen. Don't do that. I know some of you are already filtering yourself. Don't do that. Write down based on what goes from your heart to your hand, to the paper. Now it's gonna take some time, so I encourage you to pause this as you complete that. And then once you've unpaused and you've completed all your 10 circles, at the top of your paper, write down the date that is 365 days from today. So if today is January 28th, 2021, then it would be January 28th, 2022. Whatever day that you do this on, one year from now. Now you'll do an exercise reading them aloud. And it goes like this. One year from now, the date will be. You input the date and I will be. And read through all of your answers inside of the circles. One year from now, the date will be January 28th, 2022. And I will be. Running without pain. One year from now, the date will be January 28th, 2022, and I will be free of clutter. One year from now, the date will be January 28th, 2022, and I will be drinking water so that I feel great when I wake up in the morning. Now, go slow. And as the words come out of your mouth, recognize how you feel in your body. Excited, scared, sad, confused, nervous, alive, loved. You might even cry when you see where you actually want to go. And now acknowledge yourself for where you are headed and the bright future you just started living into. Be right here. Looking not just at where you want to go, but where you are indeed going because you just wrote it down and you spoke it aloud. And remember, it's good to allow for messy living from yourself. If you're not used to it, it's going to feel weird, super weird and uncomfortable. It's kind of not worth it unless it feels weird and uncomfortable. I know from experience this is the best place to be. This last year, God, I had to keep showing up as positive and excited about life. And most of the time, it was a show. After teaching a revved-up yoga class, which I was always excited to be teaching, but the mental power that it took me to get to teach class I can't tell you how many times I just wanted to ask someone to sub my class. But after I would teach class, I'd be psyched and then I'd be exhausted. I'd go home and take a nap. I'd drink wine at night, most every night, and look forward to going to sleep. I just hated being uncomfortable. Looking back, though, I'm now so proud of myself for sticking it out even when it felt so uncomfortable when it felt uncomfortable, when it felt fake, when it felt inauthentic. All the ways that I've felt like a huge mess this last year have given me perspective and appreciation for finally feeling ready to live the life I was born to live. We got to feel it all and own it all so that you can be set free from old ways thanks for listening today. I hope this filled you up. I hope that you're looking forward to getting into action, but don't go there yet. Stay tuned. And the follow-up to this episode will be on moving into action.